Rashani, Fat Man Wild. What's up? So, um, I've got a job. And I'm pretty pleased with that because having a job to me is, um, well, to be honest with you, having a job to me is an opportunity for me to get another job. Uh, because it gives me the opportunity to really uh, stretch my wings and go in other directions without, well, while having a safety net, you know, because if I don't get these other opportunities, I know I still have something to fall back on and I don't panic. I've, I've been in situations before where I didn't have something to fall back on and I did panic because um, I've spoken on it before. But for me, it's just scary to not have a uh, sensible mean of income. Um but that's neither here nor there. So currently I I have a job. I've I've worked at the same place for seven years. That's a long time for me. Like seriously. Sometimes I think about that and I'm just like shocked. Like, damn. Do you know how many white people I put up with? Anyhow, um <laughs> I went out on a well I got um, offered a job interview uh, which in itself is you know an accomplishment somebody broke it down to me like such Um, when a job listing comes available there's about 400 people who send in applications and out of that 400 people they have to whittle that number down to an acceptable number that they will then interview they usually whittle that number down to about 15 people. And so to make the 15 is like making that uh, top 15 in American Idol. You know, um, there's the folks who oversleep and they don't pay attention. There's the folks who don't do whatever and they just don't make it. And you're one of the top 15. Congratulations. But you still haven't won shit. The next step is you now have to come in here and ace this interview. And then we will offer you the position. And I just want to take this time up to say that um, interviews are easily the most stressful piece of bullshit. Job interviews are just evil, evil things. I mean, just overly stressful, just all on your shoulders and just a horrible feeling. And I really want you to understand why I'm saying this. I'm not saying it uh, as somebody who's bitter because like I said I've still got a job. I'm still good. Um, I'm saying it because it's true. Um, When you get called for an interview, I got called for an interview at I got called for an interview on like Friday. Thursday or Friday of last week and uh, got told we want to give you, we want you to come in for an interview. Sorry for the short notice. The interview is on Monday. 
can you make it? Now, nobody's going to say, nah, nah, I, I can't do that. That's too soon for me. You know, I need more time to uh, sit back and scratch. Oh, okay, click. No, no, no. So it's like, yes, yes, I, I, de- I certainly, yes, no problem. Yes, I certainly can make it. And yes, I do sometimes switch my voice up if it's appropriate uh, from this to yes. I also wear glasses uh, when I don't wear glasses in real life. I wear glasses to interviews uh, just to make them feel comfortable. You know, big hulking bear, bear of a black guy sits down across from you. I guess glasses makes us seem sane, calm maybe. But uh, yeah, I do that too. So they were like, okay, cool. Um, it's like 3.40 in the afternoon. Um, your interview is going to be on Monday at 8.30 a.m. Good luck. Now, usually when I get offered an interview, I will ask for a few things. The first thing I ask for is a job duty statement, which describes what your duties are within the job. It's not rocket science. Um, Second thing I ask for is directions. It's important. You can get lost quickly. Um, And then the third thing I ask for is an email so I can send it to my boss because... I would never tell my boss that I'm going on an interview without having proof that I'm going on an interview because I would never want them to suddenly think, well, he must be just at McDonald's. Which, why would I go to McDonald's instead of getting a job? I I just want to, never mind, don't want to say too much about it and lose the job I have. Um, But I get to the job interview and, and sit down and I've studied I've actually, you know, studied the company. I've studied their philosophies. I've studied their duty statement. I've looked on websites to find out everything I can about this place. And I sit down for the interview and the people sit down across from me. And when I say I study, I mean, I I spent like maybe five hours looking over stuff, getting my mind right and everything. These people sit down across from me and ask me questions I never heard of before. And that's why interviews suck. An interview sucks because they want you to come out to their job so they can ask you questions. You have no idea what the questions are. You have no idea how to truly prepare for it. Um, You can spend days looking at one thing and they ask you a completely different thing. And this is your job. You know, this is this is your livelihood. So you have to sell yourself. And nothing is worse than when you are doing an interview and as you're answering, you go blank. And it's just like, oh, oh, I know this. Oh, 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 oh. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch. I know this. I know this. Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. I'll remember this as soon as I go to bed. An interview is so stressful for no reason. I mean, really, if you go to an interview 
and you sit down and they give you a list of questions before the interview starts, that would be great if they gave you a list of questions to look at to familiarize yourself. I went to one interview, however, where they gave me the list of questions or they asked me a question and I was like, I'm comfortable here. And um, the question that they asked me was like, who's your favorite comic book character and why? And so me being the guy that I am, I, I nerded out. You know, oh man, Black Panther and here's why. Boom, 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 boom. And then the rest of the questions were good as well because they were asking questions about social media. It was a social media position. And so I uh, thought I knocked the ball off or knocked the, 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 the uh, jacket off that ball. I just knew I had that job in the bag and got a call back like three weeks later from the lead uh, person in the interview and called me back and say, uh, yeah, Rashani. Um, I, I wanted to call you personally and I was like, yes, yes, I knew it. I got this shit. It's in the bag. The victory lap is about to be fucking epic. Yeah. I just, I wanted to call you personally to let you know. Thank you. I'm, I, I accept. Thank you so much. No, let me finish. I, I called you personally to let you know you didn't get the job. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, you didn't get the job. Um, the reason why we didn't give you the job is because you were just too confident. The fuck? Yeah, you were too confident, dog. You thought you knew too much about the shit you were supposed to know about. Well, how am I supposed to feel about a job? If I know something inside and out, yeah, I'm going to seem confident. How am I supposed to sound? Like, I think, uh, maybe, uh, let me, uh, I went blank. Oh my God, this, I'm, I'm going to remember right before I go to bed. What am I supposed to do? Like, seriously. So you can either not know enough and come out there with absolutely no confidence and a deer in the headlight look and a blank stare when they ask you a question, or you can know too much and get told that you're too confident or you can do all of this and be right there in the middle and be comfortable and they sit you down and they make you do a writing sample where they ask you about something that you would never know about like you're given an opportunity to move six people into this office as a facility planner, what would you do to set up the recompense and the blobbity gloobity bloop of the hibbity dabbity da and the yibbity ah? And you've only got $100. Go. You got five minutes. Er? Like, really? And it's like, okay, I realize that for the folks who have, you know, worked this job before or worked the job right underneath it and are hoping to promote, it's like no problem to them. But most times, people who are um, applying for jobs, they don't know the job per se. They have qualifications that might make them right for the job, and they're hoping to get into the job and learn. But often, they don't know. So why would you do that? Once I went into an interview... And um, the 
the woman there it was a three person panel two people were looking at me just like I was growing horns and the third person wasn't even writing she was just staring at me aghast um I don't even remember what I did in that interview I don't know if I farted I don't know if I was just answering questions off the hook I was having a good ass time though I know that much because I didn't really want the job once I got in there and saw how they were staring at me um but it's just uh, interviews are uncomfortable as it is you know there's no bigger do you like me check yes or no moment than when you go into an interview and as soon as you walk in, there's like no warmth. There's like no nothing. And it's just like, have a seat. We just want to let you know. And this, this is the true story. The voice that been changed to keep me from getting sued. Have a seat. Uh, before we begin, we just want to let you know the reason why we're doing these uh, interviews. We did a first group of interviews and uh, we didn't find the right candidate. So we're doing a second group of interviews. And I was like, well, the reason why you didn't find the right person the first time is you didn't interview me. Whoop, whoop. I didn't say whoop, whoop. I was just like, you know, the reason why I'm trying to sell myself. The reason why you didn't is because you I hadn't shown up for the interviews yet. Now I'm here. Uh, can I finish? Can I finish? Don't interrupt me. Can I finish? Okay. I don't want to be here. So I'm going to tank this one. And I tanked that interview on purpose. It was like the 76s. It was glorious. Um, I said one dude's name wrong like 20 times, even though I said it right. Cause his name was French and he kept saying that his name was something else. And I was like, no, nah. Nah. And then at the end of the interview, I was like, so where are you from, man? You, you from, uh, you from France? And he was like, no, nah, I'm from Brooklyn. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, if it's not a good fit, you must have quit. And so I had quit that interview, but I couldn't just walk out in the middle with my finger up, but they were just, it, it wasn't going to work. Um, and then I've had great interviews where the people laugh with you and just act like you're saying everything great. And they're like, that's perfect. That's that's great. That's perfect. And then it turns out they didn't give you the job at all, which is what happened with the confidence job. So really, honestly, I just feel like interviewing is the most gut wrenching part of any job process. It's unfair. How unprepared you are for those things and what you have to go through in order to get an opportunity to get into a job. I'm going to give you one day to learn everything you can about this company. Then you come in here and impress me. I had one where the woman was the chief and she was like, okay, after this, we're going to have us, we're going to choose somebody and then we're going to bring them back for a second group of interviews. And then from that panel, we're going to choose somebody and we're going to bring them back for a third interview. And I was like, Mm-mm. I'm all right. I'm cool. That was the same one where the person was like, can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. So, I mean, I just, I, I really want to make interviews easier for people, like less stressful for people. 
but really they they'll never be that way because we psych ourselves out for interviews to just be so fucking horrible and they don't help they don't help at all I bet they sit in the back like man these questions are great motherfucker I seen them questions they got the answers to the questions right there give them five points they say this like what the fuck Oh, you failed to mention that you uh, used a protractor when you uh, got that uh, angle back in fourth grade. I, I got to mark you down for that. What the hell? There's only like 10 things I can answer correctly in order to get points. Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Matter of fact, fuck this shit. I, it ain't even my job yet, and I'm going on break. Fat man, spin the beat. This single song cast. This is John. And this is Molly. And we're from the Pennyman Doctrine Podcast. Real shit with real people. And you are now listening to the Single Simulcast. Enjoy. No love in this room, no love 
left in here No love in my soul left for you Call me Ebonics. Sideshows going nutty, dumbing out. Take the wrong turn and get your roof stomped out. Old school dance doors open me and my crew. Put some stoners, we get high like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I'm whiskey, I'm bent. I ain't got no patience, pimping. I'm a couple of tacos short of a cap of nice shoes. Get on your head like a shower from the gravel with them scallops. Dope deals be going sour. Recount swivel, go metal flower. Want the fast quarter? Fuck a slow nickel, six bucks an hour. From the rooter to the tutor, he's the driver. I'm the shooter. Don't be fucking with my cool. Lower gadgets, I pop some trio phone side. Kicks and ringtones, go hard or go hard. 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 From the yank, that's normal. Open up the doors, go, go. Poor low, poor boat, he's sick. Monkey on my back, no. Cycles on the milk won't let me go. Down my throat, yes, yes. Cuz, buzz, what? Ah, go, go. Slap holes like Drew B. Put some money back like Rick on the NPC. Go for go for go Juicy Katona in the club, you know we strapped up. My white t-shirt look like coat wrapped up. Forces and jeans, can't wear slacks. Got good hair, no wave cap. So block, standing on the curve. Same niggas with me, I've been knowing since the third. Trying to get it, it sucks being bummy. Never should have gave you niggas money. Poppies, cross T's, drop H's. Grind more than Haitians or Jamaicans. Ain't about money, then ain't got patience. Don't bring money. 
money, then don't have relations. Some like Hannibal, I'm a mammal. Hang with monkeys like Mike and Emmanuel. Change the channel, rearrange panels. All savvy like the promo Gabby. The bitch Babby, she don't bring patty. She can't ride shotgun in the brown caddy. Put my nigga in, let him campaign. He don't cut him off like Jay did dang. Blacking the blocks out. Now open up the garage and pull the drops out. Rocking the fur coat, bringing the blue fox out. Down yeah. the block, bringing the blue rocks out. Huh. While until all of my crew knocks out. Come on, get your ass up on the floor. Huh. Throw your hands if you want some more. Baby, wiggle your crotch out huh. and peep the way we be blowing the spots out. Come on, look how we got them ready to act out. Girl, I'm ready to get the twist in your back Let's out. Go. Come on, drink yak till a nigga falling out. Flat on his back, now watch yeah. a nigga crawling out. Talk to him. Said Buster. What's up, son? See them girl rolling. <laughs> and it look like. Come on. The asses are swollen. My ass getting big but now. But your man, baby, sitting. Uh-huh. Then what you gonna say? What we gonna tell him? You gonna tell a nigga? That's a kibasi, yeah. You gonna tell that brother? That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, you need to shake it off. Too much hair on your choke, y'all. Shave it off. Come on, jump, smack your ass and break it off. And if it's too hot for y'all, you need to take it off. Right. In case you ain't knowing, niggas, we on a roll now. Diddy, like we done stumbled on a pot of gold, man. Come on, food spilling all out yeah. of the bowl now. <laughs> Money thick and harder to fold now. Come on. Ladies, tell me if you're feeling all right. And are you sure that you up to doing it? Oh, I like huh. this. Listen, before you ask that, nigga, we wreck shit that we ain't even black yet. Come on. Niggas all around and it's the rap police shut down the block. And the club ain't even packed yet. Come on. Enough drinking at the bar. Hold it down. While it now till the club is closed down. Talk to that buster. What's up, son? See them girl rolling. <laughs> and it look like. Come on. Is My ass getting big but now. But your man baby said me. Uh-huh. Then what you gon' say? What we gon' tell him? You gon' tell a nigga? That's a kibasi, yeah. You gon' tell that brother? That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, yeah. Everybody singing now. That's a kibasi, yeah. Woo! Don't this shit make a nigga wanna Don't this shit make a nigga wanna 
rob a bank, my nigga, cash rule. Bust it. Let's get this money and act like a damn fool. Fuck it. Act stupid and jump in the damn pool. Huh. Own bitches and me and their man's cool. Come on, shit, I'm saying. Just put yeah. your bank up, nigga. With me and Diddy together, you bankrupt. Come on. Fly niggas, we full of finesse, y'all. Huh. Yeah. Me and my nigga is finning the bless, y'all. Come on. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Shut up. Live niggas come and beat you around it. What up? Come on. Rep to the fullest now. Huh. These niggas ain't knowing how we gonna put it down. Come on. Aim and shoot and spray it down. Mm. Steamroll with the niggas and lay it down. Come on, niggas frontin' with they thug image. But we pay them no mind. I drink until the bottle finishes. Talk to that buster. What's up, son? Big girl rolling. <laughs> and it look like. Come on. The asses are stolen. My ass getting big now. But the man baby said, uh-huh. then what you gonna say? What we gonna tell him? We gonna tell a nigga. That's a cabal city. We gonna tell that brother. That's a cabal city. Everybody singing now. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Uh, if you don't know the answer to the question, just say pass. If you do know the answer, just go ahead and answer, okay? Yeah. Now, due to the fact you're standing right next to me, you might cheat. I'm going to need you to close your eyes while you uh, hear these questions. Thanks. What is a switch? Uh, light switch? Is that what you're talking about? Like, there are different types of switches. You're black. What's a switch? <laughs> um, a thin branch that you get off of a tree that has to be green so it can whistle and therefore make better contact with the skin. Correct. Name a menthol cigarette. Um, pass. You're black. Name a menthol cigarette. Pass. I don't pay attention to the cigarettes, and I don't know why well, my dad smoked when I grew up, and he smokes now. I'm not a smoker, so. I didn't ask if you were a smoker. I just. I know, so I don't know. 
I don't know how Manthal's is red. Are Marvel's Manthal or Newport's? I don't know. Those are really the only brands that I know. Okay. Fill in the blank. First and foremost, giving honor to God who is the blank. Who is the head of my life. Okay. Name three flavors of Kool-Aid that aren't lemonade. Strawberry, cherry, fruit punch. What else can cherry be called? Red. Where does the hog mog come from? (laughs) Really? It's like the... um, Like their stomach, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shaft or John Wayne? Shaft. Okay. Name four things that can be pickled. Pig sweet. Cucumbers. Uh, um, like peppers, jalapenos, banana peppers. Um, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Okay. What is too short? A wrapper. As a bonus, blank is too short. Life is too short. Luke and Laura were on what soap opera? Luke and Laura, um, I think they were on Days of Our Lives. Wrong. It was General Hospital. General Hospital. Okay, see. I don't know. Fill in the blanks. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. And as a bonus question... Fill in the blanks. I've got friends. Who's got friends? <laughs> I played this. I don't know. Where the whiskey drowns. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know the rest. Something about washing your blues away. Now, what's your name one more time? Johnisha Jones. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is Single Simulcast with my daddy, Rashadi. Peace. Single Simulcast, episode 163, Fat Man, Rashani. What's up? Earlier today, I was uh, minding my own business, being me, being Rashani. You know the rest. And um, was just thinking about stuff, you know, minding my own business, when suddenly I was uh, just struck with the fact that a lot of things that you see in ads, like, you'll see an ad and it'll be like, okay, that didn't seem to actually work for the product they're trying to push. And that happens sometimes, you know, you uh, see it for cereals, you'll see it for like McDonald's, you'll see it for uh, video games, you'll see it all over the place. It's an ad that doesn't match 
what it's actually about. And people will say, wow, I, I, a lot of times it happens with movies. You know, the movie will not really provide any insight into what the actual movie is about. The first Matrix ads were just like that. Um, but more often than not, you'll get an ad that'll tell you exactly what something's about. There's no question. Um, you're able to know what you're stepping into as soon as you get there. When I see an ad for Red Lobster for their endless shrimp, I don't expect to go there and get snow crab. And so if I went there and said I expect snow crab, they're able to say, get the fuck out of my face, nigger. Well, they can't really, but apparently they're putting that on people's receipts now, which I just think is special. Anyhow, um, but yeah, by and large, ads are made to, uh, elicit a response to a product that the business is trying to sell. And um, more often than not, you are able to step into the place knowing exactly what you are looking for because you've seen it in an ad. Are you seeing what I'm saying? Okay, cool. The reason why I brought this up is because black people and some white folks, but mostly black people, um, Around the neighborhoods that some of our parents or us or our grandmama, maybe big mama, grew up in, uh, there's ads. And, and in magazines, there's ads. I've never seen these ads in anything but a black neighborhood or in a black magazine. So if it's somewhere else, you'll have to excuse me. But ads for, say, Newports, which is a cigarette. It's a menthol. Um menthol cigarette it comes in a green box i know all this because i used to smoke cigarettes i stopped um left that life behind me i'm not bragging or anything that's just what happened um newport's cigarettes only have like a little bit of time to really promote what they want to promote, which is come smoke our cigarettes. Joe Camel cigarettes have the same situation. And the way that they convey that you need to come smoke their cigarettes is they used to have a camel. He was really cool. He was cartoonish. His name was Joe. Um, and he just looked awesome while smoking a cigarette. People wanted to, little kids really, wanted to emulate him. And so they would also grow up to smoke cigarettes also the fact that our parents gave us candy cigarettes didn't help um because yeah i was smoking candy cigarettes at a very young age um i mean my aunt would go to the store and buy herself a pack of cigarettes and come back with candy cigarettes and we'd stand out on the block shouts out to my auntie phyllis um so i mean at a very young age, you are being propositioned by Joe Camel and also by Candy Cigarettes, which no longer exists, which is sad. But I have seen them somewhere. They are um, underground. If you want some, hit me up. I got the plug. Um, and then for Marlboro, there's always the image of a tough, rugged guy, usually a cowboy. Uh, smoking a cigarette, riding a horse, herding cattle, doing something that really, really 
really, you're smoking a cigarette out in a dusty, dirty, uh, dried out field, you're going to start all the fires. But as usual, I digress. Um, but then when you get past those two, there's other cigarettes uh, that just don't have ads at all, like Basic and uh, Benson and Hedges and more and cools and Virginia Slims and all of them. And then there's the one that does have ads and it's ads for, it's only made for black people. I mean, it used to be both, but as time went on and the market skewed towards one, uh, culture, one race, the advertisements that were happening skewed as well to the point where now, Newport uh, cigarettes are literally the worst ads I've ever seen in my entire life. It's not the worst ads because, um, you know, they cater to black people. They're not the worst ads because they're in the hood. They're not the worst ads for anything like that. No. They're the worst ads because their ads literally have nothing to do with smoking cigarettes. Their ads have absolutely piss all to do with smoking cigarettes. And if you don't believe me, go look back at a Jet magazine or Ebony or Black Enterprise or Slam magazine or any other magazine that caters to black people. Vibe, XXL, Source, King, any magazine. There's at least one Newport ad in there. And, and usually an ad for uh, dark and lovely black hair pomade. I want my Dapper Dan. But, um, like, for instance, I'm looking at these Newport ads. And here's one of a woman holding 12 hamburgers and has one in her mouth. Here's one of a guy with a ski mask and a woman looking over his shoulder. Uh, here's one of a guy wearing a Newport shirt and looking down at the ground like he lost his best friend. Here's one of two people hugging. Um, seriously, none of these have cigarettes in them at all. And I'm just saying this because it's like, is it once we've reached our market, we no longer have to try like do we already know what we're getting into? Do they believe that we already know what we're stepping into? So they don't even have to try anymore. Here's one of two people uh, just hugging. Do they really not need effort? Here's one of a guy looking out of a fort made out of cardboard boxes and a woman standing in front of it. Is one thing that I've been thinking about a lot recently because I'm taking a marketing class is cultural appropriation and uh, cultural marketing more than anything else. Um, and now some things are passed on or passed down from generation to generation, and that's just the way it is. Uh, things like, just off the top of my head, uh, cigarette types that you smoke. You know, black folks smoke Newports. White folks smoke Marlboros. Why is it like that, though? 
why is it that if I go to certain places where there's not a lot of black folks, Newports are insanely cheap and everything else is like extremely expensive? Hmm. But before I go too deep into that, it just, look, one more time. Let me look at one more ad. I can find a stupid ad for Newport without even looking hard. Here goes one to two people going down a water slide. Here goes one of people playing tug of war. I truly believe that cigarette ads need to be more realistic. Here's one of people playing football, and that irritates me. Because if you're playing football, chances are you're not smoking cigarettes because it'll fuck up your lung capacity and you won't be able to breathe. You'll have an asthma attack. I think that advertisers need to be more honest in order to draw in their audience. And that's in all facets of advertising. So that includes cigarettes. So I think that they need to have realistic cigarette ads now. Um... Maybe one of somebody digging through the public ashtray looking for a half-smoked cigarette they can smoke. Newport Pleasure. You know, or maybe one of people begging somebody standing outside of the building or at a party uh, if they can bum a smoke off them. Newport Pleasure. Or, you know, the dreaded party pack. I didn't even know what the fuck a party pack was. I thought that was some made-up stuff. Turns out, if somebody who usually never has money, this person stays scoping. They stay with their eyes open. If they see somebody open up a new pack of cigarettes, they can scream out, party pack. And just like that, they expect you to share your cigarettes with them. Nigga, what? I don't know who made up that rule, but just because you see somebody open up a pack of cigarettes and you call party pack, you instantly think that they're going to start getting, nigga, do you know how much this shit costs me? Party pack my ass. And you know, it's always the brokest motherfucker who just stays looking. That dude who waits until everybody's full at the restaurant and then eats the leftover fries. You know the dude I'm talking about. If you don't know the dude, then it was probably you. But just party packing his ass off. Party pack everything. And it used to irritate me. It used to. I mean, now that I stopped smoking cigarettes, it doesn't irritate me. And now that I'm looking at it, it looks like that whole thing was bullshit. And my uncle just party packing his ass off of my shit. Which is just not right. But yeah... Those are realistic ads I think need to go down in uh, Newports and Marlboros. I mean, they had that one where he was like, Bob, I've got emphysema. But by that time, nobody gave a shit. But if you have one with a bum, uh, hella dark black bum uh, with a black beanie pulled all the way down to his eyes and his rumbly, rustly coat and his white fingertips, because he's really a white guy. He's just dirty. Um digging through an ashtray right next to a college kid who's digging through an ashtray looking for a cigarette butt that's Newport Pleasure for you 
Fat Man Wild, Spin the Beat, this single simulcast. Okay, so, for the record, what is your name? And what's your podcast? It's important. Mm, difficult question. My name is Adam Gardner. That one's easy. Um, my podcasts are The Reality Check and No Topic Required. Um, no Topic Required is probably the one you would best know me from, but um, The Reality Check is my more popular podcast about scientific skepticism and critical thinking and stuff like that. Awesome. I have a quick quiz for you. It's just a few questions. Answer as honestly as possible. All right. Uh, first of all, what is a switch? What is a switch? Um, a switch is um, something you can flip from one orientation to another, like on or off, or mm. hot or cold, or, mm. you know, horny or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, fill in the blanks. God is good blank. Fiction. All the time blank. Any place. <laughs> The correct answer we were looking for is God is good all the time. And uh, all the time, God is good. It's a circle of life sort of thing. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I was close. <laughs> Name three flavors of Kool-Aid that aren't lemonade. Oh, uh, cherry. Um, orange. Strawberry. Okay. Where does the hog mog come from? Um, it comes from the hog. It's the hog's mog. And what exactly is the hog's mog? It's it's his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Name a menthol cigarette. Um, Larry. <laughs> Fill in the blank. I'm allowed to beat you up if you step on my... Penis. <laughs> Name four things that can be pickled. Uh, cucumbers, pick, pickled pickles, um, beets, um, pickled uh, uh, peanuts. Uh, I don't know. Uh, eggs. <laughs> I think peanuts isn't the real one. <laughs> okay. Um, Fill in the blank. Giving honor to God who is the blank. Uh, strongest. <laughs> Which is better? Who is better, rather? Shaft or John Wayne? Shaft. What is too short? Um, eh, four and a half inches. <laughs> And as a bonus question, blank is too short. That guy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I do. I do. I know that guy. I know that guy. And that fucking guy. <laughs> Luke and Laura were on what soap opera? Oh, boy. 
Gilmore Girls? <laughs> and for the final question, fill in the blanks. I've got friends, blank, where the whiskey drowns, blank. I've got friends joining me where the whiskey drowns my sorrows. Okay. Adam, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, Have a great evening, man. You too. Thanks. Bye. Peace. I feel the four become five. And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting for you to walk down the boulevard and to take me, take me, take me.
Hey, it's your boy Dino Red from the Disney, and I'm here chilling with Rashani on the single simulcast.
Manny, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Go ahead and answer as honestly as possible. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. First question. Fill in the blanks. God is good blank. God is good blank? Uh Uh-huh. God is good blank. God is good for those who believe. And all the time blank. And all the time. Uh, is this pertaining to God still? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and all the time. Uh, I'm not religious, so. Uh, <laughs> no worries. I do believe in God, but I'm not religious. No worries. The correct answers were, huh? What were the correct answers? The correct answer is God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. It's a looping thing that happens in the black church. Second second question. Name three flavors of Kool-Aid that aren't lemonade. Uh, Cherry, strawberry, and grape. All right. Third question. What is a switch? A switch? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, uh, switch is, uh, you know, when a, a woman with a knife uh, behind the <laughs> <laughs> First show. Next question. Where does the hog mog come from? The hog mog comes from somewhere nobody should know. Or else you wouldn't. <laughs> Number five. Name a menthol cigarette. Ah, man, I don't smoke. Uh, menthol. Apple. Okay. Number six. Uh, Newport. Newport. Okay. Newport's. Yeah, Good job. When come out of jail, they just smoke Newport's. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Fill in the blank. Giving honor to God who is the blank. Give honor to God. Giving honor to God who is the blank. Who is the devil? (laughs) Next question. I'm allowed to fuck you up if you step on my blank. Uh, On one of my children. (laughs) Never my shoes. I think that's ignorant. I think it's England when people beat somebody else they step on your shoes. That just shows uh, your lack of uh, to think things over or, or to, uh, you know, negotiate or, or, or what's the right word I'm looking for? Let things go. And it's funny that you get a reason. And that's pathetic because there's a lot of guys in jail because someone stepped on their shoes. Indeed. Next question. Name four things that can be pickled. That could be pickles? Mm-hmm. Uh, booty? Could a pickle on somebody's booty? No, things that can be pickled. I know, I meant Oh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, 50, I know that could be 50. Uh, a pickle could be pickled. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's all I can name. Okay. We were also looking for beets and eggs. 
That's right. I've heard of that. Next question. Shaft or John Wayne? Shaft. I don't know. I've never seen that one John Wayne movie. I don't know anyone who has. <laughs> Next question. What is too short? He's one of my favorite rappers, Smoker. And as a bonus question, blank is too short. Tupac is too short. <laughs> he was short on his rhyme. He was whack. He was overrated. He's too short. Next question. And I was looking for life. Next question. <laughs> Luke and Laura were on what soap opera? Oh, come on, man. I learned how to speak English watching General Hospital. My man. And the last question is because uh, when I used when I used to box, there was uh, a TV in the, in the gym and it only had one channel. And all, all, me and all the fighters who watched uh, soap operas on that channel while fighting. <laughs> I used to watch it with my moms. Yeah. And the last question is fill in the blanks. I've got friends blank where the whiskey drowns blank. I have friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manny, thank you so much, man. You have yourself a great yeah, evening. Care. Likewise. I will take care of it. Peace. The American black male's national threat level for today is low or mud butt brown. Black males are allowed to talk to white women and make fun of George Bush. Have a good day. This is John. And I'm Rivers. And this is Toya. And when we're not entertaining you on the Ink Podcast, we're checking out single simulcast. So check him out. This is my boy Rashani. Great show. Hey, check us out too. I am so careful. It is hot in this desert. Where's all the hungry people at? Where they at? Say it loud.
Put your back down and lose your wrong into the vicious heart. You got it. Keep on.
DJ. Hi. So, I wanted to ask you a few questions. You ready? Yeah. First of all, tell people what your name is. Oh, my name is Devin Jones. Okay. You ready for this quiz? Yes. Okay. It's a pretty quick quiz. If you don't know the answer, just say, I don't know. Okay? Okay. Name three flavors of Kool-Aid that aren't lemonade. Um, raspberry. No, that's that's all you know. Okay. Um, God is good, and all the time. Uh huh. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, what is a switch? Am I supposed to do that? God is good. Uh huh. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Good job. What's a switch? A switch is a lever that you pull. Okay. Where does the hog mog come from? You don't know? Okay. I don't even know what hog mog is. <laughs> Me neither. That's the right answer, actually. What? No one knows. Um, yeah, I got it right. What are four things that can be pickled? I don't know what pickle means. What's a pickle? Oh. Okay, four things that can be pickled? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of pickle do you mean? Yeah, never mind. I don't know what kind of pickle do you mean. I know you don't. Um... If I have five pieces of candy and you ask for one, how many pieces of candy do I have left? Four. Wrong. I got five. I'm not giving you none of my candy. Oh, I got the correct answer. <laughs> five. No, it's four. You were right. <laughs> um, Mario or Wario? What? Who's better? Wario. Why? Because he can super fight people out. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and the final question for you Who's better at Bomberman, me or mommy? Hmm? That's right. Tell me what your name is. Never. How old are you? Seven. I love you. What? <laughs> Single simulcast, episode 163, Fat Man Rashani. I'm here. <laughs> Speaking of Fat Man, um, Walmart's website um, had a situation like on the 21st of October where <laughs> a section of Walmart's costumes for Halloween were discovered to be labeled Fat Girl Costumes. Upon inspection, it appeared that all the plus-size adult costumes for women had been aggregated to the category, 
with more than 20 pages of festive garb. From gothic vampires to Olympic goddesses falling under the description. Now, initially when somebody tweeted to him that uh, having these things under fat girl costumes is the best, isn't the best approach, Walmart took it down. And then somebody put it right back up. So, um, that's the whole story. You know, Walmart apologizes and stuff like that. They're very sorry for calling these costumes fat girl costumes. And for making some of the colors on these costumes, you know, the choices, like you could choose black, red, whatever. One of the costume colors was manatee gray. They, they apologize for that. They don't mean to call you fat. And it's not like Walmart has tons and tons of tons of women who are tons and tons of sizes walking through their stores, right? It's not like you don't see huge women in Walmart every day, right? Whatever. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I'm lightweight upset. Whenever I look for a Halloween costume, I can't find anything in my size. I wish they'd put a category for fat boy costumes. Husky or something. I mean, when I was a kid, there was a store called Husky Town. And um, it was right there when you're like you guys fucking know. Anyway, um... I used to love Husky Town. I never had to go there, but I loved it because it sounded like Funky Town. And so I was like, won't you take me to Husky Town? And now that I'm old enough to go to Husky Town, guess what? It's not there anymore. Or rather, big enough to go to Husky Town. So yeah, Walmart, stick to your guns. If you think they're porky, have some porky pig and petunia pig costumes out there and say it's for bigger people. Call it larger than the average bear sizes or something like that. People get insulted so easily. They'll complain about this shit while they're eating a Krispy Kreme donut. Do you, Walmart? Do you? By the way, if you have a Husky-sized Darth Maul costume, I I need that. I I don't expect to do any of the acrobatics or anything like that, but I could be Darth Maul's grandfather. All Maul. (laughs) Shout out to my cousin Maul Maul. (laughs) Um, But yeah, do your thing, Walmart. Don't worry about what the haters say. No matter what people say about you, you got it going on. And they're just getting mad because you won't let them bring the McDonald's out of the McDonald's area to eat it throughout the Walmart. Even though me and my friends used to, and we also used to take the cups from one McDonald's and go into all the Walmart McDonald's and fill our cups back up. Because that's smart. And maybe illegal, but mostly smart. I'm an ass. So, a family was overjoyed when um, their baby was born. I mean, it was a wonderful day. And, I mean, the baby was premature, but, you know, it was still healthy and everything. It's a cute baby. And the first time, mom and dad were just so happy. Um, But then, you know... While they were walking out of the room to follow the doctor to take the baby into the um, nursery area, because again, it's a premature baby, has to go to uh, have observation for a while. The nurse who helped to birth the child reached into the dad's wallet and took out $20. Because, you know, gratuity, it's a premature child, that means she needs more money. She thought she got away with it, but uh, 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 guess what? 
the father-in-law saw the whole thing. Now, he wasn't in the building or anything. He was on Skype. That's right. They had set up a computer so then the father-in-law, who was in Greece, could see the birth of his first grandchild. Now, that... That's creepy. And that's just... That's, that's creepy right there. Um, first of all, I need to know where they had this computer pointed. Like, what did he see? And how often does this happen? Like, this was just, did he, just thinking about the after, after bath and all that kind of stuff. Did he watch all that? Did he say, push harder, baby? You're, you're contracting your, we can see your cervix from here. Oh, God. When my daughter is having children, my wife gets to go in. I'm cool. Um, but when the husband went back into the room, his father-in-law said to him, check your wallet because I saw a lady come into the room and she opened your wallet and took something red. And uh, when he checked his wallet, yeah, the money was gone. And so they confronted the nurse who tried to lie about it. And then the, da- the dad was like, nah, nigga, as a matter of fact, I got you recorded right here. And he was like, boom, maybe not, but still, that would have been great. And she was like, I'm so sorry, and she gave back the $20, and she hasn't been fired yet because, you know, white people can get away with stuff with just an apology, apparently. It works for them. It doesn't work for me. If I apologize, I get fired. And then they'd have me do an exit interview where I wouldn't know none of the questions, and I'd be struggling over shit. Be crying and snotting and shit. A naked man is accused of raping a pit bull in his neighbor's yard. Alice Woodruff told uh, the news that she confronted her neighbor at gunpoint while he is performing sex acts on her rescue pit bull that is kept on an 800-pound tow chain in her backyard. I thought my dog had killed somebody because I saw a man underneath her, Woodruff explained to the news. I started to scream. I had a citronella candle and I threw it at him, screaming, get off my dog. You have to get out of here. He said, no, today is the day we're going to spend our life together. Woodruff said the man appeared mentally ill as he was telling her that the terror group ISIS sent him. He pranced through the yard naked, yelling, this sardine, you have to prosper in it, she said. ISIS sent me, and I was thinking, did something like this just land in my backyard? I got my gun out of my bedroom and realized as usual the ammunition was in my car locked in the glove box. Why the fuck is your gun in your house and your bullets are in your car? It kind of defeats the purpose of having it. Anyway, <clears throat> she gave him a warning shot. And he put his arms out and started walking towards her, telling him to kill, telling her to kill him. But to know that as soon as I did kill him, we were going to die. I mean... ISIS is doing some fucked up shit nowadays. How do I know that they didn't send him to rape this woman's bulldog? I'm not judging, and obviously neither is... <sighs> Look, you just stopped a terror threat. I I'm, I feel badly for the dog. I'm not trying to victim shame or anything like that. 
Um, I hope the dog uh, gets the help that it's looking for. Um, I'm just more confused about why your gun is in one place and your bullets are in another. That's completely, that's crazy to me. I mean, along with the raping a dog thing, that's crazy to me that your gun and your bullets are in like two completely separate locations. That just seems like a recipe for disaster. And I'm sorry about your dog getting raped. That's just nasty. But the gun and the bullets, like, can we get back to that for a second? Like, what did you expect to happen when you actually needed the gun like if somebody broke into your house what were you gonna do pull out the gun and then chirp chirp your car open do you keep it in your trunk like where are your bullets at are they behind the wheel well like are you licensed to carry bullets in your car these are things that black folks probably get asked and yes i hope your dog gets all the help that it needs seriously but you weren't helping out by having the gun that's victim shaming no you're not the victim you weren't helping out by having the gun and the bullets in two separate locations also your neighbor's a nut job who might have been sent by isis so just in case he is from isis you might not have wanted to use your last name because there might be somebody else who's coming after your cat A tractor trailer carrying thousands of gallons of human waste overturned on Monday afternoon in Indianapolis. Uh, officials said to seek alternate routes while crews worked at the scene of the crash. Wayne Township Fire reported via Twitter that the driver of the truck was stable and that approximately 4,000 gallons of waste sludge and 25 gallons of diesel were dumped. Crews were able to contain the spill to a ditch near the crash. That's just shitty. I mean, seriously, that stinks. That's 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 just a horrible situation. That dude, if he's okay, he's obviously in some deep duty right now. I mean, that's he's clearly having a poopy day. Diesel. Um, I'm just glad everybody's all right. It would have been completely fucked up if somebody had died by getting in an accident because they slid through shit. Like, do you need snow tires for that? Is is that like? That's more than just like wet ground. That's more than rain because there's like lumps out there. So you're like clump clump clump. People drove through that. And now it's stuck to their tires. That's probably like 30 times worse than it being stuck to your shoe. I'm just saying, because to get stuff out the tread of your tires, dude, it stays forever. And somebody probably like hydroplane through it. That's shitty. That's horrible. I'm a bad person. Um, Yeah. (laughs) State police were called to a baby shower in Lehigh County after a fight broke out. When police arrived, they found a group of about 20 people involved in physical and verbal confrontations. Several state troopers and various law enforcement agencies responded to control the group. A 16-year-old girl and a 34-year-old woman told police they were assaulted. 
Three people were arrested and charged with assault and harassment. Police say the confrontation and assault happened as a baby shower was ending. There's no word on what started the fight. I know what started the fight. They were playing all those games like don't say baby and guess how many pins are in the large bottle. And then, and then, and then the baby daddy stood up drunk and said, and now we're going to play my favorite game. Mama's baby, daddy's maybe. I saw the pictures of the sonogram and the baby does not look like me at all. Well, yeah, motherfucker, it's a fucking sonogram. Well, look at that dot. Look at it. Clearly that dot is dark-skinned. I'm light-skinned and I'm not okay with that. Because dudes get drunk in baby showers, I guess. I don't know. I've only been to one, and when I went, I took all of the ribs and put them into my car and wouldn't let anybody eat them. It was epic. I was never invited back, which was the fucking plan. So then they squared off, and uh, one dude was in the back saying, I seen this shit on Maury. And the woman was like, dude, you're the only person I've been with. And he was like, allegedly, and that's when the fight broke out. Because if you say allegedly to something like that, that's the same as saying you don't believe in any more people. But yeah, three people started a fight against 20 people. And the three people were the only ones who got arrested, which means they won. No word yet on if he's really the father. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm... I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A postman who stashed birthday cards, theater tickets, and hospital appointments behind his sofa is facing jail after being convicted of delaying mail deliveries by up to three years, dog. Craig Congray, 28, tried to convince magistrates that 56 letters discovered at his home must have been taken from his bag by a drug-addicted ex-girlfriend or a housemate. Some of the packages had been hidden for nearly three years and were found open by police who were investigating the postman on suspicion of drug offenses. During his trial, it was heard that he had moved from the house over the period that he had held the letters and must have taken them with him when he changed addresses. They contained 56 undelivered packages, which included hospital appointments, wage slips, theater tickets, and greeting cards. Hmm. He knew they were there. He knew he had a duty to deliver them, and he failed to do so. Giving evidence, the postman said he would take mailbags into his house during his route if he needed to take a break or use a toilet. He said, you're not allowed to leave mail in the car on show, so I took it into my house. I never saw anyone remove items from the pouch. I never noticed mail was missing. There could be a thousand letters in the pouch at any one time. But the magistrates rejected his account. He was convicted and faces sentencing on November 19th. I used to work for the census. So I guess that was in 2000. In 2000, I worked for the census. And um, 
at first I was all fired up to do it because I was getting paid like $12 an hour, something like that. It wasn't anything big, but, you know, it was big to me because I was broke. So my job, I think at that time I was still in Maryland. I know I was still in Maryland. Was it in 1999? Maybe. Whatever. Um, Because the census is done before the millennium. Whatever. Who cares? Look, anyhow, my job was to go door to door and um, get the census. It's not rocket science. And for doing so, I got paid uh, per the number of slips that I gave as a bonus plus the $10 an hour. And so for the first three days, I was like fired up to do it. Dude, I had a job. I was so happy. I was going door to door knocking. Some folks wouldn't let me in. Some folks let me in. It was like, hi, I'm here to do your census. And they were like, ha ha, census taker. And I took their census and I kept moving on. Do you know that doing the census is actually a pretty long and drawn out process? It is. It's like a three-page process, and it's no fun. Like, initially, I thought it was fun, but I was just stupid, and I was fooling myself. As time went on, I realized a few things. One, some folks, not black, mostly white, weren't going to open the door for me no matter what the fuck I did. Uh, It was in D.C. I'm a black teenager. I may or may not have been wearing a hoodie. I may or may not have been sagging my jeans. I may or may not have pulled up in front of the house bumping loud-ass rap music. I may or may not have had an entourage with me. I may or may not have been eating hamburgers while I was knocking on their door. All of these things I was doing. And so they wouldn't let me in, and I would go take the paperwork to whoever the census taker-taker was. Because, you know, somebody had to take the census papers from me, census taker-taker. And they were like, well, okay, but you got to go back to that house, and you got to get this stuff. And I was like, they're not answering. Well, it's a census. We have to get the information from them. Well, can't they call in? Well, no. You know, there's no actual number that we can give where they can call in and do the census over the phone or online. You got to get it. So I had this whole block cleared out. And there was only one house left that was not letting me in. For like two days. Just wouldn't. Would not give me access. So I got tired of it. I got tired of trying. You know? And um, I hope that the statutes of limitations are passed on this. But what I ended up doing was the house that I was trying to get into, my homeboy lived right down the block. So what I did was I went to my homeboy's house, smoked cigarettes, played NBA Live, whatever was out at that time, 99, um, drank, ate. Hollered at his sister because she was cute. And then, right before it was time for my shift to be over, I asked him questions and I filled out the census giving his answers. And I turned it in. I don't know if that's illegal. I don't know how much I messed up Waldorf's population due to me doing that. I don't really care. They paid me. 
And then they gave me another stack. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of burnt out on this. So they would give me a stack and I would go right back to my homie's house. For like the next three weeks, dog. I went right back to my homie's house. I spent eight hours a day sitting on my homeboy's couch. When his mom would kick us out, we'd spend the rest of the time sitting on my mama's couch. And that was my job as a census taker. I lied my black behind off. So I see how this dude can get all these packages and stuff and be like, dude, this is heavy. I am not feeling up to this right now. I am just so through. It's raining outside. You know what? I'm just going to sit these packages behind my sofa. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch the football game. And I, I can't be mad at that. You know, this dude had a job. He didn't want to do the job. He lost a job. He shouldn't have to go to jail for that. He shouldn't have to go to jail for that. It should not be a crime for him stashing your mail. You know what that means? You should have sent it Federal Express. That's your fault. You want something to get there, you better put insurance on that bitch. It's your fault, not his fault. And it's not my fault that... People probably got into a fight when they saw that on their house, for their census, for their address, it showed that there was a young black male living there, age 23, and the father probably turned to the mom and was like, what black male is here? And then they got into a huge fight. It's not my fault. Should have answered the damn door. And to all those people who I didn't knock on your door, I, I think it's online next year. Or, or in 2020, whenever. It should be online by now. Hopefully they learn their lesson. It should be called the Rashani Rule. A man suffered life-threatening injuries on Sunday morning when he jumped out of his vehicle to avoid being burnt by a lit cigarette that he had dropped down the front of his jacket. The incident occurred in Aurora, Colorado at 6.37 a.m. while the vehicle was backing out of the driveway. As the driver jumped out after the cigarette fell, his van kept rolling backwards and he was knocked to the ground. The front driver's side tire rolled over his head. He was transported to a local hospital and is in critical condition, though police say he will likely survive. Now that's an ad for Newports right there. See? That's the kind of stuff they need to have in cigarette ads. None of this whole one guy with a, with a sweater tied around his neck and all that. Show somebody dropping a cigarette down their shirt. Show somebody getting their head ran over because they're looking for a cigarette butt. Show somebody getting mad because, ooh, Jesus Christ. Show somebody getting mad because somebody stole their fucking lighter. Oh, my goodness. There was nothing that could start a fight quicker. Then if you had a lighter and somebody jacked you for your stuff, you want to see a man do something that was out of the ordinary, like, dude, I'm straight. I'm straight, dude. I'll never go that route. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Why you got that pink lighter, dog? Why, why, why I got this pink lighter? Yeah, dog. Why you got that pink lighter? Because if I got this pink lighter and one of y'all steal it, I can recognize it. Dudes would buy the most outlandish lighters just so nobody else could steal their lighters. Dude, why you got that tie-dye lighter? You got a tie-dye lighter? Nope, that's why I got it. 
And we would all buy the butane uh, lighters that, like, with a torch and only work for, like, 30 minutes because nobody ever bought the uh, butane fluid to refill it. Dude, lighters were the best. Smoking was not, but lighters were. And this is a definite cigarette ad right there. Boom, that's it. Fat Man Wild, spin the beats. This single simulcast. I'm Kijan. I'm Kenny. I'm Devin. And this is single simulcast. In the ghetto, they move like the Gestapo. Drunk off their power and greed, they often hostile. My little homie talk shit back and they beat him bad. That boy in the hospital, now he looking bad. And I'm with his mama and dad, we looking sad. My own mama call me, say, baby, I'm just glad. They ain't put their hands on my child or kill his ass. Please don't rap about that shit before they murder your black ass. It's drones over Brooklyn, you blink it, you get tookin'. And now you understand the definition of Brooklyn. Pigs on parade, but bacon fried and cookin'. Tired of dying and walking around like they shook it. Cause we smoke sour to deal with the paranoia that they charge by the hour. Can't hire the Jewish lawyer. Cause if you ain't jig or puff, you doing time. And even then, you might get teeth. Word is shine, 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 shine. Wanna look into my big crystal ball? Suck the future. We'll move off the frames with a brain on stupid. Camouflage puppies will touch your tusks roughly. Suck your flat permanent, love you up ruthless. Then laugh while you humming the tune of bruised movements. That took a few too many tasks to prove lucid. Everything compute, now the truth is too tangled. And even a satellite sees at one angle. Burners radiate smoke to all motionless. Hope, nah, ha ha, so down with that joking shit. So inappropriate. Right behind your ears is a white look. Ta-da, the sound of your hopelessness. I can feel it too from the ground rising up on us. Right above the clouds, there's a shroud there to smother us. Make a sane man walk around with a blunderbuss. Peel another round, make a sound that is thunderous. Jumping out the box, beat bullet, beat bullet, got me into the zone and I'm not leaving peacefully. 
We the truth, ain't no imitations or limitations. Go ahead and spread the word to the rest of your generation. This is a demonstration of beat penetration. When you hear this heat, you gon' need ventilation. So breathe with me, vibe to the beat, and please give me your undivided attention so we can indeed empty your mind from whatever you got inside of it. Feels guilty and join this gifted collaboration, cause we simply the best tools for Big Boy and Andre and Jay-Z and Kanye. At least it's what your mom say. Every time I saw him play, come on, man, we better than great. It's Hennessy and Saul, but when we get together, we make the, the beat. Now, we what your friends talking about. We breathe and bleed here, pops. That's what we all about. We keep on pleasing the crowd without a reasonable doubt. We feel the need to be loud. Get out your seat and get down with the beat. Now, we get the people to shout and scream at the top of their lungs when we in the house. Probably the reason your wife thinking about leaving the house. So yeah. when you're speaking on the brakes, don't be leaving the south. MC Intimidator, live and direct from the mind. Over the top five generator, innovator of rhyme. Always some haters hating, I never pay them no mind. Rap demonstrator, saying way ahead of my time. Look timeless, yeah. leaving these whack rappers behind us. Beating up these beats, we treating them like the honest. I'm just trying to be honest, ain't nobody beyond us. So keep your head up, that's the yeah. only way you gon' find so don't try to ever be on my level you never ever measure up to the mental state of mind I have ever Always can lyrics ahead of you Always one up and better You mess with the beat knocks End up with your head seven We headed in your direction Competitors better exit Cause anybody could get it We've never made an exception Connected on every level If ever you were to question Who you should be rocking with Let me give you a suggestion I know you gonna dig this The beat now We what your friends talking about We breathe and bleed here pops That's what we all about We keep on pleasing the crowd Without a reasonable doubt We feel the need to be loud Get out your feet if you're down with a beat now We get the people to shout and scream At the top of their lungs when we in the house Probably the reason your wife thinking about leaving the house So when you're speaking on the brakes Don't be leaving the top of the beat now
cause I'm the realest nigga you motherfucking know. Well, <laughs> if you want me, you know how to find me. Take head, got the number. Tell him, boy, bet that up. Tell him, boy. a lace woman now with, with bras now I like ladies if you're the type of lazy bitch that just only do one or two hooks and you got a three hook bra or you got a two hook bra and you only do one hook you's a lazy ass hook every single goddamn one hook them <laughs> now nah, you know what's even now nah, you know what's even lazy and that this, this is probably like when you deep down in your relationship when she don't want she don't you want to you want to take the time and she don't want to take the time and she won't even take the bra all the way off she just pulls the titty over the top she's like here and you like really, really? <laughs> He's just gonna pull a single titty out, and that titty don't look like it want to be here at all. <laughs> the titty come out the bra like you again. <laughs> hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Bad Advice Show with me and my partner Baker Bone. You listen to us on the coast of the podcast. Make sure you support our sponsors to keep this show free. And we'll be back here today to tell you stuff that you shouldn't do, but you're going to do anyway because my voice is so soothing. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. State your name for the record, please. I am Michael the Scarfinger Corbin. Okay, this is a uh, cultural norm quiz. I just need you to answer as honestly as possible. Okay. Okay. Fill in the blanks. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Good job. Name three flavors of Kool-Aid that aren't lemonade. Uh, great. Um... I'm trying to uh, not say red, but um, <laughs> grape, uh, fruit punch, and let's try to be let's try to be fancy. Uh, blue raspberry. Wrong. The answers are grape, tropical punch, and blue raspberry. What is a switch? But hold on. But that the uh, the ain't the tropical punch like the the packet is like blue though. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'll just... I'll, I'll just make sure. <laughs> All right, we good. What is a switch? A switch is a, uh, a, a, a thin, flexible tree branch used in corporal punishment. Where does the hog mog come from? A pig. What part of the pig? 
no idea because I don't eat that crap. That is correct. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Name a menthol cigarette. Newport. Fill in the blank. Giving honor to God who is the blank. Um, the king? The correct answer was the head of the my household. Oh. Yeah, I, I was trying to think. You know, like, you know that, that Saturday Day Entertainment joke where it's the, um, where he has to do the church speech? Mm-hmm. He does it wrong? Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of the church speech and I, speech and I could not I couldn't think of. It. But I was thinking about his and remember he did it wrong. So I, yeah, I just I blinked on that one. I'm allowed to fuck you up if you step on my J's. Name four things that can be pickled. Or, or Tim's. I'm from Virginia, so Tim's. That's, that's you, a, you, you can't even tell when Tim's get stepped on. They look dirty. That's nice. That all depends on if you put that spray on them, though. But but if you if if you yo if you step on if you if you if you scuff my Tim's, it's a problem. <laughs> Name four things that can be pickled. Pickled. Uh. Feet, pig's feet, uh, eggs, um, four things? Four things. Four things. Pickles. <laughs> I guess we could do that. All right, I got to name one more thing that you can pickle. Uh-huh. What is another thing you can pickle? Give up. I give up. Okay. The answers could have also been jalapenos, beets. That's, that's, that can't be. Yeah, okay, I've heard, I've heard of beets, but jalapenos, that ain't really. That ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm from the South. That ain't, that ain't really no, that ain't no Southern thing. Okay. Shaft or John Wayne? Of course, Shaft. Like, why, why would I? No. <laughs> John, yeah, no. What I mean, for real? I don't really know. I don't know very much of John Wayne's work, but because I used to listen to Public Enemy, I kind of have a hate for the dude, and I don't really know why. <laughs> Man, fuck him and John Wayne. That's right, Elvis. Um. <laughs> what is too short? Too short is a rapper. And as a bonus question, blank is too short. Life. Luke and Laura were on what soap opera? Luke and Laura. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a guess and say all my churn. General Hospital. All right, same difference because it came on right after, right? Indeed. Mm-hmm. And the last question is: I've got friends blank where the whiskey drowns blank. Hey, I'm I'm actually drinking right now, so I got friends in low places where the <laughs> yo. If you if get play that song around drunk white people, and you will get the best sing along ever. <laughs> or worse, it's just the same. <laughs> hey, one more time, tell them what your name is. I am Michael the Scarfinger Corbin. Thank you so much. You're welcome, B. 
Single simulcast, 163, Fat Man Rashani. You called down the thunder. You got it. Leave a review uh, on iTunes, Stitcher. Um, or you could just hit me up on Facebook and let me know what you think. Um, I really want to say thank you to Ricky Hines from the Americans United Again uh, podcast. He listened to a couple episodes and um, didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, he liked it, but uh, there was there's a lot of music. And uh, so he actually hit me up on Facebook and um, let me know, you know, this is what I liked about the show. This is what I don't like about the show. But honestly, it works. And I, I think you should keep pushing on. And I really do appreciate that. It doesn't always have to be something good. Nobody's asking for you to kiss my butt or anything like that. This isn't a, uh, if it isn't a great statement, I'm not going to uh, give it the respect that it deserves or listen to it or anything like that. I just really want to know um, how do how do you think? What do you think about the show? What do you think is going on? Um, and I, I'd appreciate it. If you would, hit me up on Facebook. If you'd hit me up on Twitter. Uh, if you'd hit me up on Stitcher or iTunes or whatever. I'm just really curious. Um, also, shouts out to uh, Enrique Black from the 5 Minutes Away podcast. Um, check out his show on Stitcher and iTunes. Um, shout out to Miss Lavinia. She be show enough and uh, Miss Bougetto from the Just Thinking Out Loud uh, podcast, as well as the Straight No Chaser solo show that Miss Lavinia does. Check them out. Shouts out to Kai Love and uh, the Pisces Life and the Black Astronauts podcast, Ladies Launch. Shouts out to uh, Big B, um, Drew Baby. Queen Neen, um, Dr. Mark Wiley, and the 15-Word Assassin uh, from the In Deep show. I'm still playing him in uh, Words with Friends. I got back into that game recently, and um, it's been interesting to say the least. I ain't losing, to say the least. I'm just... The worst thing in the world that could happen in that game is getting stuck with a letter that you know don't work nowhere, like a V or a Q with your la- as your last letter. And that's just aggravating. It's happened to me a few times. It makes me want to just jump kick a, 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 a moose. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Dino Red. And um, shout out to Aaron from the Black Astronauts. Uh, let me see here. Shout out to Latone. Uh, from the 730 podcast. Yeah, there's a lot more folks, but yeah, just all them folks that I just mentioned, their shows are on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, shout out to uh, Scarfinger and Adger J from the Dream Team and Scarcasm Live. That's about it. Uh, leave a email at single simulcast at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 916-572-9016. This single simulcast. Fair podcast, fair podcast. Y'all be good. Peace. This is single simulcast.
Goodbye, Daddy Rashadi. Peace.
Aaron B. from the Black Astronauts Podcast. And what you need to do right now is sit, 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 sit your ass down and listen to the single simulcast. Peace.
the single simulcast. First of all, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, no problem, sir. Uh, for the record, state your name. It could be your uh, stage name, your real name, whichever, and also the podcast you're on. My name is uh, David, a.k.a. Tiny, and I am from the Game Enthused podcast. Okay. Now, this is a brief quiz, uh, about 10 questions. Uh, answer as honestly as possible. Okay. First question, fill in the blanks. God is good, blank. Today and all the time, blank. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> the answers we were looking for is God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. It's the circle of life for black churches. Um, <laughs> so, so fill in the blank is really fill in the phrase. Yeah, more or less. Not, not a single word. Complete the sentence. Yeah, I should say that now. <laughs> okay, so gotcha. Next, uh, qu- next question. Name three flavors of Kool Aid that aren't lemonade. Grape, red, and cherry. Which I think <laughs> is red, but I always I, I've known anyway. <laughs> red is a flavor. I all of, I don't know. Growing up, red is a flavor. <laughs> What is a switch? That's a complicated question. One's on a wall. One is used in computers. It could also be a blade. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where does the hog mog come from? No idea. What the hell's the hog mom? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's the pig's stomach. The correct answer, though, you're absolutely correct. Nobody knows. <laughs> it only works if you look at it on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, the next question Name a menthol cigarette. Uh, uh, <sighs> Damn it. What this. One of my coworkers used to smoke Ah, uh, I don't. It comes in a red package. I don't know the name of the brand, though. <laughs> we were looking for Newports. Okay. The next question. Fill in the phrase. Complete the phrase. Giving honor to God, who is the blank. Father? <laughs> Greatest? Like, I, I, I'm still confused on if blank is word or phrase. The phrase. Fill in the phrase. Okay, okay fill in the phrase. Fair, you did say that. So, I'm still going to go with father. I, yeah, I got nothing. Okay. The correct answer is head of my household. Okay, so, like, I just shortened it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next question. I'm allowed to beat you up if you step on my blank. Chris Rock and say my pumas. Yes! Yes! Thank you! My wife didn't even get that one. Um, next question. Name four things that can be pickled. Ooh, okay. Beets, eggs, uh, what? 
Cake Knuckles? And I don't know, I don't know, fourth, uh, cucumbers. Okay, nice. We were also looking for pig's feet. Pig's feet, uh, not knuckles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but pig's knuckles work. <laughs> yeah, it does, but pig's feet is actually what I was trying to think of. Next question. Shaft or John Wayne? Oh, God. I mean, Shaft is, let's say, a lot more relevant and recent. So, yeah, I'd go with, <laughs> go with Shaft. Now, are we talking, like, kind of crappy Samuel Jackson movie or Isaac Hayes, like, heyday? I kind of liked the crappy Samuel L. Jackson movie, especially the part where the dude gets the food on his shirt. And he's like, more fuck. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> If you compare it, I mean, you shouldn't compare it. You'll go blind. Yeah, I, I convinced I convinced a, a, a prof, or not a professor, a high school teacher, that we could watch that movie because the DVD software would censor it. So, um, <laughs> forty five minutes in, he realized that, but he's way too late at that. <laughs> Next question: What is too short? <laughs> Um. Oh, I. I'm going to say some musical act, but I don't know off the top of my head. Okay, and so I'm guessing you won't get the follow-up bonus question. Blank is too short. Uh no, I I don't know. Uh. Oh. But I, I'm, I'm trying to think of that puppet from uh, Black Street. But that's no, nah, I, I got nothing. Okay, uh, hold on. Next question <laughs> Luke and Laura were on what soap opera? I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay, and the final question finish the phrase I've got friends blank. In low places? Where the whiskey drowns. And oh, something chases. The beer chases. The beer chases, yeah. There my, it is. my blues away. <laughs> and I'll be okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was a quiz. Okay. So, so is the quiz like how white am I? Like I'm just trying to figure out. I've asked a couple white people, a couple Mexicans, and a couple blacks. So far, my wife is the whitest out of all of you. Ah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Have a good evening, Tiny. You too. Thanks, bud. Thanks. Bye. Later.